Welcome back to the podcast, Kind of Credible, The Full Circle. I'm Keegan, and today I'm joined by with Zach and Ryan. And our guest today is Dave Baker. Uh, Dave, would you like to introduce yourself a little bit? Well, my name is David Baker. I am currently the operations manager of KALA Radio. And I came to St. Ambrose actually as an undergrad student in 1984. I um, actually started working here, though, in 1989. So I was gone from St. Ambrose a little bit after I graduated, and then I was asked to come back to work here. So that's, that's where it all began. That's cool. Yeah. Well, today, uh, you're on because we um, are recording, and yeah. you gave us the uh, amazing opportunity to be able to um, – to do this and you know we just kind of wanted to start off with like what what made you or you know gave like why did you give us this opportunity like what what stood out to you well i think it was your attitude i mean we've we get a lot of people who come here and say do this for me and it sounded like you guys wanted to do the legwork to get this done and you have um also you had an enthusiasm that you brought that i haven't seen from a lot of people we we get many many people and have for years not just this year or last year i mean they 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 come into the station and they say uh do this for me make me a star uh and we even get community volunteers that come in here and they just want the world uh you know it takes work yeah it's hard this is not easy this Mm -hmm. this talk show i mean i think people probably think that oh gosh these guys just sitting around and it's it's simple stuff yeah so much work yeah It's, it's funny because it almost kind of, to me, it feels like that. I mean, yeah. obviously, we do, like, more than that. But, like, a lot of this was, like, I don't know. Like, we wanted this, but a lot of it was, like, it feels like it was almost given to us mm. by, like, you and then KALA, which is super cool and, like, a great well, opportunity f- yeah. for us. Well, and, and Shelby uh, did a lot of the um, social yeah. media, yeah. and she writes descriptions mm-hmm. up, and I think that adds to it. And then... We've been getting the shows out on the other platforms, which is not something that that I do. So, you know, I'm, I recognize that we we use SoundCloud, and it's it's good. It's a good format, but yeah. there's also Spotify, iTunes, and other places. So, yeah, you're out there. Yeah, yeah, you guys yeah. definitely do the heavy lifting for us. That's what I'm saying. Like kind of what Ryan was saying is all the work that does go into this mm-hmm. is like you and Shelby. So, so yeah. First We're off, we just yeah, we kind of want to like thank you guys for Again. for all of this, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then I guess I can like get right into it off of that. Um, so like obviously we're talking about how like this is a super cool opportunity and how it like it really helps us and like like it, I was saying it helps me kind of like get even better at speaking. I was already like a decent speaker like talker and storyteller, but uh, like I was thinking about it, this actually has like helped me fill in like the awkward silences and awkwardness of like mm-hmm. just daily yeah. life. Sometimes I've gotten a lot better at that which I already like was good at like drawing attention from stuff and all that but oh my goodness this brings up this brings up kind of a story that just happened this morning and you guys can think of stories it's about like awkward just awkwardness that is almost unavoidable so this morning I was literally coming to the podcast and I walk out our room and our RA is standing there like at the elevator she already has a button pressed I was like okay the elevator will be here like quick I stood there for like five minutes. <laughs> I'm not even joking. It was so long. And, and we had an RA. He got removed for various, a reason, cer- certain reasons. And then we have this new RA. And I, this is my third time seeing her, with the exception of the two emails that she sent us. And we were just standing there. And she started just staring at me. Like she put her phone down and started just kind of looking at me. And I was like, I, want, I just want this to stop. 
I just, uh, she's super nice. Yeah. Like I've talked to her and like the one time I met her, she's super nice. But I'm like, I couldn't even tell if she was like staring at me or staring at her phone or like both. And I was just like, okay, like, do I start like dropping jokes or something or how do I, but it was just unavoidable. You didn't I guess say if, anything? No, I just stood there and I kept, <laughs> I pulled out my phone, put my phone away, pulled out my phone. Put, I was like, what is this elevator doing? Which I know Zach, you always love messing around, <laughs> around in elevators, yeah. but I was like, I can't mess around outside of an elevator, especially not with our RA. Like yeah. what do I do? That's true. That's true. <laughs> and I, I don't know if you guys have any well, stories of just awkwardness. Like, but I kind of want to like piggyback off what you said is like, this is helping us communicate and mm -hmm. fill the air. So it's kind of surprising that you just didn't strike up a conversation with her. And Dude, I didn't know what to say. <laughs> I thought the elevator would be there in like 30 seconds, which is funny. Cause then we got into the elevator and there were like five people in there and we all started talking. I was like, how does it, I was like, I, I said something to like the cleaning lady. And then we all started like talking. Yeah. I'm like, but I spent five minutes waiting yeah. outside the elevator and couldn't do anything. To Ryan's defense, I totally understand because he doesn't know how long the elevator is going to be. So he's standing That's there true. and he's like, yeah. oh, it'll be That's here. True. And then it's been a minute and he's like, well, it's got to be coming now. Yeah. So I don't got to say anything. And then that just like, that like, oh, it'll be here anytime. So it's not worth saying anything. Just I have a media, media awkwardness story. Yeah. yeah. So um, the, it, there's an old show that is on television. You can probably catch on reruns called Barney Miller. You guys have probably never heard of this show. Nope. It's, a, it's a show about detectives in the police department. It's a comedy show uh, based out of New York City. Mm -hmm. And it was on ABC in the 70s and the 80s. And it was a long-running show. Uh, one of the detectives on the show, his name um, was uh, Sergeant Dietrich, and his real name is Steve Landisberg. And he came to St. Ambrose and was scheduled to do a comic stand-up routine. Okay. So in advance of his appearance, I did an interview for the school newspaper. And when I was interviewing him, I don't know why I asked this question, but I said, well, what's your wife like? And I, I don't know why I asked that because it, in his biography, and I was, you know, granted, I was 18 years old, yeah. uh, probably 18, 19, but I, was, I think I was still 18 and I, I was a young, I was a freshman mm -hmm. and, um, he, he, you know, I said, well, what's your wife like? And he goes, well, how dare you ask that question? And, and I'm thinking, every time I see that show now and reruns, I'm thinking, oh, um, and, and nobody, of course, no one ever heard that because this was not on the radio. Mm -hmm. This was a, yeah. you know, but I did record it. Somewhere I've got a cassette tape of this oh, awkward man. moment oh, because no. it was a recorded uh, interview. I did that for my interviews. I said, may I please record the interview for yeah. whatever, you know, of course, I'm never going to let people hear that. But he goes, how dare you ask that question? Why would you ask such a ludicrous question? And he was, he was dead serious. Like, you know, yeah. and to, to, um, so I was kind of resentful of him after that, mm -hmm. that I thought he could have said, well, she's a very nice person or, yeah. you know, I really care not to comment about my wife. And I don't know if he thought I was trying to hit on his wife or, oh, or what yeah. from, I never even knew who his wife was. But when he got to St. Ambrose to perform, he was terrible. Oh, <laughs> and it was no. the most expensive event that I think Ambrose has ever paid for in this Galvin Fine Arts Center to have, uh, they, they spent several several many many thousands of dollars way over way over ten thousand back then and for him to perform for like a half an hour on stage and he oh. kept saying i'm really tired tonight guys and he kept saying oh, i'm really tired oh, it was yeah. terrible the, th the auditorium was packed people were expecting this great comedy routine because he's got kind of a dry sense of humor yeah if you ever see barney miller and you see this guy with glasses you're gonna go yeah, the, that, that, oh, that's the guy that embarrassed Dave. So that's awkward. No. I mean, you know, I spelled somebody's name wrong in the paper one time, too. <laughs> and, you know, the editor should have caught that. Yeah. But And the guy was retiring or he's leaving St. Ambrose. I felt terrible. Yeah. I felt awful about that. But though, that's mm -hmm. 
awkward. You know, really awkward. How do you say something to somebody? Like, I'm really sorry I spelled your, spelled your name wrong. And you know what he said to me? And I was young. I was, again, another freshman mistake. He goes, he goes well, you made the mistake. Can't take it back. <laughs> and I'm thinking, boy, I learned a lot. Yeah. I learned a lot yeah. from that. I always ask people, how do you spell your name? Yeah. And uh, make sure you have it down. You know, never trust your editor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I kind of, well, I've had instances like that before. I was the editor in chief of our yearbook my senior year and um, had worked on other, like, I was on yearbook staff, you know, prior to that, not just editor. But um, there were times where, you know, the, the program doesn't check the names correctly, or um, if you don't put it in the format that it likes, it, it won't show up with, like, the proper name. Mm-hmm. And so there'll be times where people's names are misspelled or they have one picture in the book. And, you know, you do a pretty – you try to get people so that they're they're in the book more than once. But Mm -hmm. sometimes it doesn't check right. And so their one picture is them, like their their photo that they took on picture day and their name spelled wrong. And so then that's like an awkward situation. Like what do you do? And That's for the rest of their life. Yeah, exactly. And they show up and they're like, you know, this is – can I get a new one? And you're like, well, what are we going to do? We can't just print you one book. Like, that's not how yeah. it works. So, you see, yeah. I was voted most likely to not be in the yearbook, and it actually checks out. So, really? Yeah, I'm not it's, in the yearbook. You're not in your yearbook, huh? <laughs> no, <I'm just laughs> they literally just put your name and then most <laughs> no, likely, like, they're no like, ah, oh, don't give them a picture. Were no you image. actually ever voted anything? No, I, that was a joke. Right? Oh, Were you voted anything? <laughs> no, dude, our, our yearbook, so we had. A few years prior to me graduating, we had a lot of just not great stuff happen in our yearbook, basically, because yeah. you got senior quotes and like yeah. the editor was, you know, a funny guy, and uh, so they basically just locked down our yearbook. It was literally just like it was our pictures, our like sports teams, and then like a few like fun pictures from around. No senior quotes, no nothing. Mm-hmm. Like it was, it was. I would think I was in there for like swimming, and then like another random picture mm-hmm. at an assembly, like a football game. But our yearbook we, was terrible. We have an interesting yearbook story from St. Ambrose uh, that goes back to the 1970s, late, uh, mid-70s, uh, I think 1977, something like that. Um, the football team uh, posed for a photo in the locker room in their, uh, basically wearing their jock straps. Oh. Um, and if you saw the photo <laughs> today, you'd say, oh, that's not too racy. But for 1977, 78, whenever that was. Yeah. So what happened was, is the university president at the time, who's passed away now, Dr. Backrow, he saw that come out. He saw that uh, that first copy of the yearbook or whatever. He got one and he said, I will. And that's a, this is a pretty damn good imitation of him. So I'm going <laughs> to, this is what he would, I'm going to cut every one of those out of there. And I don't want anyone to ever see that. So what happened was, is what? they had a razor blade. I don't think he did it, but I mean, they had probably a secretary or somebody in his office. They went through every single yearbook and they cut that really? center. It was like a centerfold of the yearbook oh, was God. this, and uh, of the, these guys standing there posing the football team. It was just a fun photo. Unfortunately, here's the sad part: the sociology club, I think it was, or psychology club, one of those. They were on the other side of the picture, oh, no. so those kids didn't get in there. And then on the other side was another club or organization. Oh, so what they had to do was they had to put out a supplement. And I actually somewhere have a copy of all this stuff because they were left over in the school newspaper office in this big case, this big box. And I said, I'm going to grab one of these, um, this supplement. And I have an unedited yearbook that didn't get cut. So I thought, oh, this is a Ambrose rarity. I don't know if it's in the archives or anything. Yeah. But uh, uh, so they had to put that out. And uh, the story made uh, 
Associated Press and United Press International, what? and really That's made crazy. for censorship. It made the school look really conservative because yeah. the photo was, you know, granted it was just there was some guys horsing around and it wasn't that bad but yeah they should have just let it go but sometimes that's that's a that's kind of my spirit anymore um you know i'm not saying to let everything go but these little details yeah sometimes you move on you got to yeah. apologize we talk about awkward moments yeah i made right. a mistake when i asked steve landisberg mm-hmm. how his wife is and not to say <laughs> she was hot or anything i just yeah. said how what's your wife like, like you know how's probably, she doing yeah you know, how's yeah. your wife He's passed away too, by the way. Yeah. So oh. um, none of these people can sue me. This is what's great. <laughs> yeah. but I talk yeah, about yeah. dead people a lot, so I'm pretty <laughs> safe. No, I'm kidding. You are. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know, and it's it, 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 sometimes it, you micromanage people to a point of uh, it comes back on you. Mm. So here I am talking in 2020 about something that happened then, and it was a ridiculous mistake yeah. that they made. So, yeah. Yeah. Speaking it, of the dead. Um, I guess this doesn't really count, (laughs) but that's my segue. Okay. I need a memorial service for an inanimate object. As of this morning, my glass Voss water bottle officially shattered. I know we've talked about that a little bit before. I was in one of the locker rooms, and it was on the bench, and I've dropped it before. Yeah. And it just bounces a little. And this time, it got knocked off. I tried to catch it, stumbled, and it did, like... It weebled back and forth. It bounced for a little bit, and I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be good." And then, like the last bounce, just the back end just shattered all over the floor. <laughs> oh, so now wow. I have no water bottles. My favorite water bottle that these guys have seen many yeah. times is. Were there other people dead. around to, to witness this? No, they, they, oh, <laughs> no. Yeah. So I cleaned it up solo and oh, uh, wow. shed a tear and moved on. So the embarrassment was strictly with you, and yeah. now you just shared it with whoever listens to this. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's just kind of it's dead now, so yeah. I, was, I was bummed out, but. We'll figure something out. Yeah, I'll just buy a water bottle, right? Yeah. (laughs) Getting off of dead people or (laughs) dead objects. uh, Dave, you you mentioned how uh, the one guy that you asked about his wife, um, like how he was terrible in stand-up comedy. Freshman year, like we had we had a comic. I don't remember his name, but he was pretty funny, and like it was a it was a great like show. There was like I don't know. We I kind of heckled him a little bit, but it was fine. I'm really good at heckling, yeah. Um, but then partway through the show, probably like literally the halfway point, we just hear like off in the distance, like pop, 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 pop. And he goes, he goes, oh, someone's just shooting off some fireworks, like happy 4th of July or something like that. It wasn't the 4th of July, obviously. Right, right. And then like leaves or whatever, and uh, like he like finishes the show, leaves. And then like, t- like the next day, we're like looking at the news and they're like, shooting like next to ambrose campus blah blah blah. i was like this man like like there was a shooting and he's just like oh it's fireworks that's literally okay so you didn't go to the that was freshman year yeah that was freshman year yeah so there's another comedian this year yeah did you go i did not go okay i went and during his show as well it wasn't gunshots but it was something that literally sounded like an explosion like off in the distance behind ambrose hall just like a loud boom and he stopped and he was like well backstory this guy is partially deaf or like wears hearing aids yeah so he's like listen i'm deaf but i could hear that and he's like why is nobody freaking out he, like oh, all the students were just yeah. sitting there and he's like you guys just heard that right and everyone was like yep he's like is that normal and everyone was like yep <laughs> you know <laughs> that was like that's what happened he was so confused it's it's kind of bad to bring this up but i think I mean, Ryan and I probably hear... Like, yeah. we live in McCarthy, mm. and we just leave our windows open all the time just I, to get some airflow and nice, you know, keep 
the room a little cooler but um yeah we hear gunshots probably once or twice a week i don't know it, sometimes i sometimes i'm like i think it's like a car backfiring but or maybe something. then again it might not be but it definitely sounds like it is yeah like there's just some guy who's like playing around with <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know who knows yeah. it's interesting but i guess just uh going off of that like uh zach i know you wanted to talk about highs and lows of the week maybe if you have oh, that was all I had to say was the water bottle thing. That so, was, oh, no, that, was your, that was my low. low. That was my low. Do you have I a high by any chance? Do you have a high? Why the high? Um, oh, I, I, I have I a theoretical high for you. What's that? Um, Like every moment that you spent with that water bottle before. It <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Um, I don't know. I would say my highlight and another high for tomorrow is the first episode of the new Mandalorian yeah. came out. It was pretty uh, good. Was and we got to watch it together like after keegan was officially out of quarantine so that was fun yeah uh, that's all have you seen it yet no i've not Do you, you saw to? the first season assuming right i've seen bits and pieces oh, yeah my gosh. wife has a lot of those things on I, I i tend to watch the old shows yeah, yeah. i don't know why I, I i i uh sometimes i just have to release when i leave yeah work and and just go back into a safer time you know yeah. I, I, it's it, there's a, there is a there's a substantial amount of <laughs> tension that of, of, with what I do, not all the time, and I don't let it show a lot. But there's a lot going on yeah. up here. Yeah, we have we have, for example, we have an inspection with an alternative FCC inspection next week. It's not the FCC, Federal Communications Commission, yeah. but they're going to come in and they're going to look through all of our stuff next week. So I'm thinking Exciting. about that. Those are the kind of things I have to worry about. Yeah. It's like, oh, wait a second, but no. Um, I, I like uh, the show. I don't know if you've ever seen Curb Your Enthusiasm. Curb I've yeah. heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Which is uh, Larry David, mm-hmm. uh, which is Seinfeld. He's the yeah. producer of Seinfeld. And uh, that show, a pretty racy show. I've seen some of them actually on over-the-air TV late at night. Yeah. Um, and I don't know how they get on the air because there's F-bombs everywhere in that show. Uh, there's a lot of content that's very questionable, too. That So it's a it's definitely a on-demand kind of thing that you watch. It, yeah. it, can't, it can't go out. But, yeah. Highs and lows of the week. I'd say one of my my highs of the week was the election coverage on the radio station. Yeah, and I'm so proud of. First of all, Shelby Shelby really did a lot to help, and she, um, because I have no problem running my mouth and Mm. sitting there and talking to people. (laughs) There's no problem with that. And as far as like organizing, you know, and playing stuff over the air, I can make it all all come out. But if I don't have an order to go off of. I'm I'm completely lost. I mean, yeah. I can do it in my mind, you know. If I'm just doing a radio show, like de- yeah. or DJing something, like I'm playing music for a group of people, I don't know what it is, but it's like a sixth sense or a seventh sense yeah. or whatever, and I can just I know what to play, mm. and it works. And I'll I'll do things, I'll do things like this sometimes. If I got somebody with me, I know. I, I did a wedding. Um, I, I I haven't DJed very much this fall, but I DJed a wedding October 10th. And I had somebody with me who was helping me carry equipment. And I said, hey, watch this. The d- dance floor was empty. And I said, watch me fill the dance floor. Hmm. He looked at me yeah. and he goes, shook his head. I said, watch this. Yeah. Elvis, <laughs> I can't help falling in love with Elvis you. Okay. Does it. That one mm-hmm. right there, Yeah. I packed the dance floor. And there were people, they just came out of where they came from. They were like ants coming to a, yeah. a cube of sugar. And there they were on the dance floor. But I mean, that's my, I can do that, but... Anyway, on election night, everything was so organized. Yeah. Shelby had it all organized. Our students did a great job yeah. of interviewing. 
and I learned a lot. We had Democrats, Republicans, we had everybody represented, mm-hmm. um, and and it was neat. It was just fun. Okay, that's a high of the week. What's a low of the week? Oh, I haven't really had too many lows. I like this show. That's you guys good, kind of yeah. uplift me. Um, the kind of low of the week is somebody called up and complained during our election coverage, and they said we weren't diverse enough or something. Mm. And I'm thinking, you know. I don't know. You can't I, please got, everyone. We yeah. got. You can't please yeah. everyone. And plus, I got a recording of the whole thing. We could play it all back, and we could sit there and point out that we talked about yeah. Um, yeah. diversity all through it. But yeah, you always got people that complain. I'm I'm kind of used to that. Yeah. But I was kind of let down because that was a good night, and it, for somebody to complain. But I've had people complain. Oh, they just ball me out on the phone, mm. or or they they love us. It's one way or the other. You can't make everybody. Or they're crazy. We got a well, lot but of, that's that's politics in general, yeah. right? Well, we got a lot of crazy listeners that contact the radio station. Yeah, we had a guy come here once. He wanted to get on the radio. He said he was Jesus Christ, <laughs> and I said, okay, um, you know. And we and ended up he was actually almost apprehended that night by the police. They sent him away, but you know. And the thing is, when you when you have things like that happen, but see, you're a public target when you're on yeah. the air. We, and I've been on the air so long. People know who I am. I, I got people that talk to me. I swear I don't know who they are. Yeah, I'll be at a like, Walmart and and there are like three or four people come. There's Dave Baker. Yeah, and I, I'm saying, oh man, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, and then they they talk to me for a while and ask me, how you doing? How's the radio doing? That's the first thing they ask. Yeah. They don't ask. They really don't care about me. They care about the rate. Maybe they care about me, but they care about. They say, oh, is then they'll say a name, like is so and so still around? Some DJ or what? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, he's good. I like him, or, or or I like her, and you know. Yeah. So, yeah, but that's 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 kind of uh, what that, we were talking about highs and lows. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but that's a high. That's yeah. always a high celebrity. when you talk to people. Celebrity, uh, now. celebrity game. <laughs> but it, it's fun. My kids always say this: "Is like, can we go somewhere where you don't know people?" Oh, that happens funny. all the time. I mean, everywhere I go, and it's it's kind of like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. I mean. I'll, you know, thankfully I don't hang out in any CD joints. Uh, <laughs> people, but people know me everywhere I go. They report on me. There's Dave. There he is. So. Yeah. Yeah. I guess like my my high actually kind of comes from one of your highs. This is I guess technically last week, but our Halloween thing that we did oh, like yeah, that was fun. I did not get to like, participate. You gave us candy. I would have liked quarantined. to. Yeah, I would have yeah. liked to. It would have yeah. been fun. Yeah, we but, had so much fun without you. But. Like actually, oh, like it's, it started off and it was pretty fun, but like I don't know, I was just playing like random Halloween music and like annoying people basically. Then like towards the end, it started just I was like, okay, I'm just playing whatever I want now at this point. Yeah. Mm. And like then guys started playing like uh, at the end started playing Ultimate Frisbee, and I'm like, I'm just playing like music for them to like play Ultimate Frisbee too. Yeah. But uh, basically to start giving out candy, like I I started doing text to speech. Mm. I don't know. Did I tell you this, Keegan? No, uh, I don't think so. Okay. I know, Dave, we kind of <laughs> talked it. about that this. That was great. That was, was great. so funny. Yeah. yeah. So I literally, like, would stop the music and then hit, like, text-to-speech, and I'd always have something typed. And if we knew the person, I dropped names even. And, like, this was – it was kind of tough, like, at first. But then it was so – it worked so well that I, like, couldn't stop it. But it would go, like – free candy free candy like hey blah 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 stop walking away from us and come take our candy <laughs> and, and it was then, a female female voice the female siri voice yeah, yeah. so funny and yeah. the, well this one girl she was looking like are you guys like 
predators or trying to yeah. hit on me or you just, <laughs> no. just wanted to who give me kids. Yeah, we just, I don't know who she was. I don't know any of these people were all looking over. And they thought, oh, you seriously just want to give us candy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's that's what trick or treat is. They'd be like, they'd be like, is there a catch? And we're like, no, literally just take the candy. Yeah. And we're just handing out. Did you have to sign stickers. up for something? It yeah. probably no, didn't help no, that we no. looked crazy. We both yeah. had some. Uh, we had yeah. some nice costume things going on. on. And we had a really cool uh, pumpkin. We had all these pumpkin shirts on. Yeah, out yeah. There. Mm. they're cool. Yeah. No, but that was definitely like a high of like I guess my kind of like within the past week, seven days. And then I don't know if I really had a low. Yeah. That's maybe That's like beautiful. school. <laughs> Good to yeah. hear from no. everybody. My my highs, well, oh. obviously, oh. like the <clears throat> the biggest one is like being out of quarantine, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's like the my main thing. I'm free. Yeah. No, but um <laughs> probably my biggest high um other than that is probably the fact that like there's this project that I ha- had to complete for one of my classes. And the project is you have to calculate if when you're playing our teacher called it juice pong if okay. the ball will land in the cup okay okay i basically wrote my code and made it work and my professor was like oh that's so cool that's so cool i'm gonna add that to my code and like basically taught my professor something uh <laughs> yesterday so that was kind of a high right um i like that when um professors really do pay attention to students work. yeah mm-hmm. you know there's nothing more offensive than um, a faculty member here uh, not looking at students' papers and just giving them a blanket grade. We, I, I know of someone who's no longer teaching here who would do that yeah. and just give one grade to everybody. I think they all got A's. And who's going to complain about an yeah. A? No. I mean, none of you would complain. if you. No. Let, let's say you were doing, Keegan, you were doing um, D work in a class someday, and you're not a D student, but let's just say you're take a class and you're getting a D, um, and, and you said... You know, you're gonna you go home and you, you're thinking, I cannot, I can't believe this. I went through that final, and when I when I look on Beeline, I'm gonna or uh, the portal, yeah, I'm gonna look at uh, I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna be getting a D in this class. I know, and you get an A. Are you gonna fight that? No, no. certainly not. So, but I think it when st- when teachers really look at the students' work and they use it and they actually talk about it and it means something to them. That's mm-hmm. important. That's what that's what keeps me going here. Because I certainly don't get rich at St. Ambrose, but working with the students, there are these success stories. I mean, we've got a, the the listeners can't know this, but on the wall, we got a wall of awards. Mm-hmm. But that represents people who graduated from here years ago, and they they're, these awards are like trophies over an athletic department. Those mean something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. do. Those are people yeah. that worked really, really hard to get there. And l- listen, there's a lot of competition athletic-wise, as you guys know, as athletes. And in our field in communication, yeah. oh man, is the it's it's some really stiff competition. So, mm-hmm. but it means something, like you said, that the 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 faculty member thought that was important. Yeah, that's what's cool, and that's what keeps that's what keeps me going is when I learn something from the students, and mm-hmm. um, sometimes I got to teach them lessons that are that are hard, that that they need to learn. But I try to work with everybody. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not easy for some people. Some people will never get it. Yeah. I'm gonna be quite frank with you. There's there's a few out there. They just don't get it. So. I think that's really well said, uh, Keegan. Can I guess your low? Was I don't it know when, if I uh, have a low. Was it when uh, one of our teammates destroyed your other project for engineering? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you should say that. Um, <laughs> so I've had a lot of projects recently. Um, basically, um, 
there was I built this little like mini car, and it was supposed to well not supposed to it actually did um, it sensed the color that was in front of it, so you know that's that's kind of cool in itself that you know if it reads a color. Um, but yeah, so if it was red, the motor would stop. If it was green, it would go. And if it was yellow, it would slow down or go backwards or something. Yeah, one of my friends, she was, she, I, I was like so excited to like show everyone. And she says, you spent that much time on it and it only goes forwards and backwards. <laughs> oh, no. And I was, I, oh, I was like, was oh my gosh. It, that, it, it made Ryan's day. That was to say. that might be a high for my week. I, I, guess. I was I was shattered. I was in pieces. Shattered, dramatic. Yeah. Um, I like that. That's your high. Yeah, Zach. I know you have you have some uh, Zach's would yeah, you rather you segment. Questions. Here we go. Here we go. Specifically for you. Would you would you rather?s Okay, yes. watch out. Keegan texted me this morning and said, "Come up with a bunch of would you rather." I know. Well, because. This they, morning. You, you mentioned that you, you like those. Yeah. I do. I had some students years ago, they would do they would do that. What, what would you rather do? Mm. You know? And usually it was something really off color and, and pretty <laughs> pretty bad that, that I couldn't mention right now. But yeah. But all right, I, I'm ready. Yeah. Try, try me. These are all originals, I'll say that. Keegan was like, Oh, just look some of them. I was like, No, that's that's cheating. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the first question Good for you, Zach. The first question is not a would you rather, but uh, I'm just curious anyways. It's a question I asked my roommates. Okay. Are you you're you well, uh, yes you are, I know that. So sorry. Um if you were to be in a Star Wars guild or faction or team, for example, you could be a rebel, a separatist, Sith, or you could be something really obscure like the Pike Syndicate, if you guys even know what that is, or the banking clan. What are you guys picking? Oh. That's just the, that's my warm-up question for you. Wait, you can literally just choose the, you can like literally just anything? choose anything? Yeah. So, like, like a group in Star Wars. Like, you could be a Jedi if you want to be So boring. I can just be like a Jedi council member? Like, yeah. literally an OP Jedi? Okay. You could be whatever. Or you could choose, uh, choose to your be group. a Mandalorian. That'd yeah. be cool. Well, give me your answers. Not what would be cool. What I want to be a hut. <laughs> nice. Yeah. nice. That's it. Job of the Hut because he just kind of lays around. Yeah. He's and just, he just got money. Yeah, okay. Yeah. That's yeah. a good one. No, probably I'm going with the Jedi. I don't know. That's I kind like of a cop out answer, but the Hut would I know, be kind I was, of funny. I like the fun answers. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't know. I really like the, well, this is basic. We were talking about it earlier, but like I like the Mandalorian and mm. their history kind of and just, yeah. I would be a Wookiee. Nice. Yeah, yeah because because I don't wouldn't have to talk a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Even because I talk a lot as it is, and I could, you know, and I could, I you know, Wookies are man, talk about they rip your arm off and stuff oh, yeah. like that. I mean, they're pretty tough guys, but they there's a certain amount of you know they look kind of furry and friendly, but they got a certain amount of respect going for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And anybody who hangs out with Han Solo like that, you know, is uh, mm. yeah, uh, kind of cool. But I'd be a Wookie. Um. I guess neither like one that I was thinking of. This was just kind of like a funny one. If I had to choose, probably an Ewok, mm, just because wow. they they're like kind of fun little creatures, but they also are like kind of small, but they're mighty, you know. And then they mm. they find ways to like MacGyver stuff and are destroying these big, you know, machines that are basically should destroy them, but they're killing killing them, you know. Anyway, okay. Zach, you? Um, I don't know. My real answer maybe like a bounty hunter. A uh, fun answer. Uh, if you guys have seen the SNL skit, I'd be like <laughs> the one of the like first order janitors, <laughs> like Kylo Ren does or something, just like clean up on the Death Star or something. Not, okay. that, not that this really works, but I think like being like a droid with like 
intelligence. I don't know, like one yeah. of like the IG like bounty hunter yeah. droids, or just literally like a like I don't know R two D two. There's whatever that yeah. droid type is would be kind of cool. Three PO is pretty. Three PO yeah, like a translator smart. droid. BB eight's funny kind of. You know, too. Zach, you mentioned talking about cleanup on the Death Star. You know, you never you never think about uh, restrooms. Uh, on any of, the, any of these space adventure shows, <laughs> For real. where's the bathroom at? And, uh, you know, I kind of wonder always, uh, you know, where's the bathroom? Where, where, <laughs> did, where did Luke Skywalker go to the bathroom? Or Princess Leia, did she have a special, um, like, we, area to go to the restroom? They don't say, oh, she's coming out of the bathroom. She'll be right back in yeah. a minute. Yeah, yeah we need, like, part. a Millennium Falcon, like, map of all the rooms. Like, oh, there's storage, and then uh, right next to storage is the restroom. Yeah. <laughs> like, here's... Here's the ladies' room and here's the men's room on the other side. <laughs> and then a janitor will be in there cleaning sometimes. Yeah, yeah. right. Okay. All right, All gentlemen. Right. Now's the time you've been waiting for. We can do this rapid fire. The rest are would you rather's. Okay. So if you guys want to like ponder them, or I can just shoot the question, you all answer as like, How many quickly do you as have? possible. Like six or seven. Okay, let's rapid let's, fire. Let's rapid fire them. Okay, you ready, boys? Always have. Or, so you always have raisins in your eggs, or you always have Teddy Grahams on your pizza? Always. When you go to consume it. Raisins in my eggs. Raisins. Teddy Grahams. Ugh, raisins don't belong in anything. <laughs> but uh, like oatmeal cookies. I put it in my oatmeal every single day. That's all I have to say. Okay. Uh, your right shoe is always on your left foot, and your left shoe is always on your right foot. Or you have to go barefoot for the rest of time, but you can wear socks. In the winter. So either your shoes are flip-flopped or you get no shoes. Uh, shoes shoes are flip-flopped. <laughs> Shout out, Kevin. I would go barefoot. Yeah, as long as I had socks that were kind of thick socks, I'd, I'd do the barefoot thing, yeah. <laughs> Zach, you're answering these too, right? I haven't been. <laughs> he has not. He needs to tell us about his raisin and egg. I, I would probably yeah. go with the Teddy Grahams on pizza, actually. There we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's easier to get around. It's not only exclusive. So, And then I would probably go barefoot as well. Okay, every Friday, all year, you have to wear a fur coat <laughs> or leopard print leather pants every Friday. Fur coat, fur coat Friday, for sure. Mm, that's tough. Um, I'll, I'll choose the leopard print pants. Oh, goodness. I would do the leopard print pants. I'd wear them any day. If, uh, and I'll, if, if, if it was like a costume or if it was like <laughs> if I was doing an event somewhere for the radio station, I think that'd be cool. I was at the halloween store they're having a big sale right now uh one of these halloween stores because you know it's after halloween and i saw this really cool flamboyant coat and i don't know what it was but i was so tempted this weekend and i would probably wear it once Uh but it had sequins on it it was gold it looked like something elton john would wear and i thought oh i need this it was 45 dollars though it it was 90 bucks for someone to get it as a costume that's expensive anyway but yeah so yeah I would, Zach, you? I'd go for a coat as well, I think. It's just, I don't know. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. In the summer, that might be tough. Yeah, that's why I chose the pants. All right. <laughs> Next one. Would you rather spend a year at sea or a year in space alone? You'll have the alone? necessary. You'll have the necessary things to get you through the year, mm. but you'll be alone. I'm going to say a year at sea. I, I choose space just because it's cool. However, I, I think I could survive better a year at sea. Hmm. I would do the sea because at least there'd be wildlife and things that birds yeah. maybe or yeah. fish and things. Yeah, I would do sea as well. Like space is definitely like a cool dream, but I feel like after maybe a month, 
Like there's nothing yeah. to do. Yeah. <laughs> like the Martian, you know? Yeah. Like it'd be a mind, mental grind for sure. It would be. All right. Here is our would you rather low grade superhero question. <laughs> would you rather have the power to reseal pop tabs on cans and jars? Or would you rather have your pointer finger uh, be able to dry your clothes, but it takes a standard dry time? So like 30, 40 minutes. <laughs> so you have to sit there. <laughs> yeah, or you can use the same finger to like reseal your pop can. Totally. I'm going for the pop can. I'm same, pop can. <laughs> no, I'd love this thing with the clothes. I, I would just love to be able to point at, at something and, and have like heat come out of my, mm. basically it's like a very low superpower, yeah. but uh, it, it kind of a kind of a warm heat coming out of your finger. Yeah, I think that's cool. I would, yeah. do, the, I would do the finger dryer as well. That's fun. Okay, my last one is okay. uh, the weirdo inventions. Would you rather have vacuum shoes or a backpack crockpot and it's safe? So it works. A back a backpack crockpot that works? Yeah, and it's like safe. You don't gotta worry mm. about it. Oh, I'm definitely doing that. <laughs> vacuum shoes. That's just literally socks. Yeah, but it would like. <laughs> yeah, but as you walk, it, it could like clean your floor, so you yeah. don't have to actually. Yeah. You can get. I don't know. I'd probably choose a crockpot thing too though i choose the crockpot i think that's the coolest idea by the way and you ought to probably copyright that and invent <laughs> yeah. it because the the idea of that you, you could be walking along and cooking your supper mm. in your backpack and shelby and i are gonna we're gonna invent one if you don't so yeah. uh we'll you know, i can see us walking out. along with with backpacks on with yeah. people kind of smelling saying, wow <laughs> what are you cooking tonight well it's 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 right here it's uh it's a p- potatoes au gratin with such and such, and uh, you know, it's right in my backpack. You want to? You know, you can put multiple containers, make a full course meal. Oh, yeah. It's also got room for your books and such as well. So, so, so here's a related story, and I don't, I don't know how far we are time wise, or if we've gone full circle, or we're heading there. But uh, <laughs> uh, Father Caddish, you guys have heard of the Caddish Gallery? Uh, yeah, it's in this building. Caddish was uh, this. This ties in really well because. Um, Caddish kind of had an idea of this 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 crock pot in a backpack. He would cook his dinner in a vehicle. So what he did was he would put roast beef on the manifold of the oh, engine no. in the car to warm it up. No. And then he would cook different different uh, food items in a vehicle. So if he was taking a trip to a tumwa, he was a priest, so he might have to go do a mass or a wedding or something like that in part of the diocese. He'd be driving around. And so he would cook cook his supper in the vehicle using the the engine uh, to warm it and he i didn't know him but the best imitation i've got of him comes from my friend paul herrera who knew him really well he talked like this he talked very quickly he was a quick man he had to get from point a to point b and uh i don't know i I would like to have met him he died in 1979 um working like a dog like a lot of us do in this building he was slaving away at his desk down in the art wing of the Galvin Fine Arts Center, and they found him. He had passed away in the night. Here? Yeah, he died. He died working. Wow. I mean, he would wow. be here all night yeah. long. And, yeah. But anyway, this guy, yeah, talking about the crock pot in a backpack, he, he cooked his dinner in, a, in an engine. That's there you go. There's an idea for yeah. you guys, too, something you probably oh haven't done. Just, <laughs> I don't know. The implications of that seems crazy. Yeah. yeah. But respect to him. <laughs> I mean, nowadays with, like, electric cars and stuff, who knows if you can even do that like, the way that's it. going yeah but yeah. i guess i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of go for a little bit of a messed up full circle here but uh like uh father cadage died here and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and we're thankful to be here part of that is because of him and then part of it is because of you and the opportunity you gave us 
<laughs> I'm sorry for that one, but like it came into my well, head and I had to well, use we, it. You That's know, we stand we on the shoulders and we stand on the shoulders of, of those that came before his father. Mm-hmm. I didn't know Father Kaddish, like I said, I didn't get here until 1984. <clears throat> But we stand on the shoulders of, of the others in the department uh, at this radio station that uh, came before me. And I, I was thankful to have known Father Shepler, uh, who founded radio and television. And he was, you guys would have really enjoyed him. He, he, I, could, I could see him coming up here. He had his cane, and I could see him walking among you. So, what's your hometown? So, uh, do you go to church? You know, and he would um, But... You know, we stand on the shoulders of those that came before us. So yeah, yeah. you're you're fine, and and, and and also, yeah, we appreciate what you guys do. So it's you know it is, it's not easy because you could definitely spend the you could spend your mid morning watching Let's Make a Deal, yeah, or uh, the whatever <laughs> soap opera comes on. I, I used to get annoyed. They used to play Let's Make a Deal over in the Rogowski Center food court on the television. I had to complain to somebody. I said. This looks really bad for tours coming through. Yeah. That, and they have it at full volume. So Jeez. some Sodexo employee probably was enjoying Let's Make a Deal and they just wanted to watch yeah. it. And now you notice they don't have those TVs yeah. on. I said, think of the think of the implications. You got somebody visiting a campus. What would your feeling be if you visited Notre, <laughs> da- Notre Dame and you walked in their student center and it's like, Let's Make a Deal was on, yeah. on a big screen TV and everybody's going, yeah, that's cool. Guy dressed up like a chicken. All right, that's cool. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Yeah. That was a that was a well done full circle, Ryan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From dust or from dust you come into dust you shall return. That's your full circle. Death yeah. tonight. Yeah. Hopefully not too morbid. But anyway, too morbid. Caddish would. I didn't know him, but I, he had quite a personality. Yeah. All all of the people that came before us in this building mm-hmm. did. Yeah. I'm sure he appreciates it. Yeah. And with that, on the topic of appreciation as well, we just want to say thank you to K A O L A for letting us come in again. Uh, and record thank you to dave as our guest thank you for coming on and being a guest with us tonight and thank you to shelby for all that she does as well um please continue to listen to us on spotify soundcloud wherever you get your podcasts check us out on instagram at kktfc podcast and um as always pleasure doing business with you